welcome. Hola, what's good? Hey, y'all. Hey, what's good, family? Listen, today is a very special recording. It's special because it is out of the ordinary. It has absolutely nothing to do with this um, series. It has absolutely nothing to do with what we've previously been talking about or really anything that um, is even connected to what we're talking about. Today, I am just going to give you guys a moment to ride with me. Um, I have to take a mini-day trip, and so, um, well, I guess not even really a mini-day trip because I'm literally driving about two hours off the way, turning around and driving two hours back, and I'm going solo, so I'm inviting you guys to ride with me. Um, so, let's talk. We're just going to talk. We're just going to talk. Whatever comes to mind, I'm going to be blurring out, and um, yeah, because Y'all on this road trip with me. So, first of all, just so that y'all can feel like y'all are here a little more, let me tell y'all what the weather is like. Okay, my car is telling me that it's 88 degrees outside, which I believe is nowhere near 88. It feels more like 76, 77 maybe. Nope, let's take that back. Like 75, 76, if y'all know what that feels like. Um, the skies are pretty. Barely any clouds. The trees are full, Okay. Greener than green. I feel like me and my family went out of town for about 10, 11 days, and the trees were still kind of, like, breaking through, like, getting their green back. The leaves were still coming in. We came back. The yard was, like, so tall. I mean, all the trees were filled completely in. I cannot see my neighbor's house anymore again. This was just ridiculous. Um, In 11 days, a lot can happen. Listen, that's why we got to be on. We have to be on at all times. We have to be on it. We have to understand that time is not playing here with us, okay? So we can't play with it. But, yeah, anyway, so the trees are green. Um, they're full. The skies are clear. It says 88 degrees out there. Um, I don't know how y'all, how y'all like to ride. I'm riding with my cool shades. These are like my travel shades. They're black because I love when you can't really see my eyes through the glasses or through the shade. And then the rim is gold because... I mean, that's my favorite color, so um, almost all of my shades have a tint or a hint of gold in them, so, yep, my cool shade, um, black and gold all day, every day. I'm wearing my um, Love God, Love People shirt, and I'm wearing the yellow edition. It's so cute. I feel like I still have a handful of these shirts, and so um, the only thing is I have, like, a handful of smalls. Is anybody out there wearing a small? Listen, if you wear a small and you want to love God, love people's shirt, then send me a message. Send me a DM, and I'm telling you, I got you. I will send you a free shirt. Um, They are so cute. They are so comfortable. You can literally wear them with anything, anything. Like, you can wear them with athletic wear. You can wear them. You can try to get, you know, cute, wearing with a little heel. I mean, some people like the t-shirt and heel thing. I don't really do that a lot, but when I see people do it, it be cute. It be cute. It be cute. I like to wear mine with, like, just um, athletic wear. Well, probably because that's, like, my main attire. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I switch, um, like, I switch my style up so much, but the athletic, the athletic vibes has really been, like, my fave. I want to say, well, it's been a long time now. 
at least the last, oh my gosh, I'm thinking since COVID. Look at this. COVID done got me comfortable. COVID done got me comfortable. Did COVID get anybody else comfortable? Because I don't really think I am that comfortable dressing up anymore. Like, who has time for that? I mean, I guess we do. I can make time for it. It's just so much quicker and comfortable to just throw on some leggings, a love guy, love people shirt. I mean, at this point, any color shoe. Because the black, oh yeah, the the most, the majority of the love guy, love people shirts that I have left are the black and white ones. And because they're black and white, literally, I mean, I'll throw on a red shoe, I'll throw on my color shoe, I'll throw on a pink shoe. It don't matter. I mean, the shirt is black and white. But, yeah, so that's how I'm feeling. I got the top back. Um, sun is beaming in the car. I have my air on about 70. Well, one side is 70, one side is 71. I could afford to turn it down a little bit, but I kind of, I don't know. I, I love the heat. So whenever I get a little bit of sun shining on me and I can feel the warmth of the rays, I mean, I'm just in that perfect place. So if somebody was riding with me, um, I would probably turn it down just maybe a notch or two just for them. But then I'd have them sleeve because I'm going to do well in cold. That's another thing. Comment if you are a fan of the cold or a fan of the heat. Do you prefer it to be cold? If you had to have a gear where it was fully cold or fully um, warm, which one would it be? I'm going to let y'all know right now. Mine would be warm. I mean, summer girl, all day, every day. I'd much rather have sunny days, warm days versus those cold days. I can't do the cold. I mean, my elbows start hurting. I mean, I'd be shivering. I think I'd just go too far. I'd be wrapped all the way up, wrapped all the way up, garbed. T-shirts, like I'm too, like not just a T-shirt, I'm calling the undershirt T-shirts, like undershirt and a shirt. Like I'd be going too far to some people, but it'd be just right for me. The only thing is when you have to like go to the restroom or something, you got to take too much off. It's like wearing a onesie or <laughs> those onesies, like those jumpsuit rumper things. Oh, my God. Those are the cutest, most comfortable outfits, but honey. Going to the restroom, especially in public, is annoying. Like, you got to have a little flex to you. You got to be a little flexible because you got to turn your arm all backwards and to reach the zipper. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. But, hey, it works, I guess. I guess you don't have to find the top that matches. You don't have to find nothing. I mean, the whole outfit is just in one zipper. So, hey, it works. Definitely. I want to say that was, if not last year the year before that was like my go-to all i wore was those rumper jumpers whatever i don't even know what they're called but the whole outfit in one thing <sighs> well we are just getting started on this ride and i feel like i have told y'all a bunch of random stuff so let's get to some let's get to some good stuff some good good what should we talk about Mm. I'll talk about something that I'm previously going through or previously, um, uh-oh. I said uh-oh because I had to look in that room. Y'all know when y'all think y'all see a cop? I'm not speeding, y'all. I'm like burly speeding, burly, burly. 
I have never, ever, ever got a speeding ticket. Ever. I ain't speeding. I'm barely speeding, so he ain't talking to me. But, um... <laughs> but anyway, what was I about to say? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about something good. I'm going to talk about... I'm, I'm a fan or um, just a diehard lover of talking about those things that, like, I'm currently going through or I currently made it out of. Just because the more current it is, the fresher it is on my mind. Like, the more details I can give. Because I also hate, like, retelling stories that was, like, from forever ago. And, like, there's certain details that I forget about or I don't remember until I'm, like, halfway through the story and i got to back up, like, 15 paragraphs and insert and all that stuff. So I just – I love telling things that's, like, happening now. And a precious thing about telling things that are happening now is that a lot of the time when it's happening, like, in the moment, the process isn't finished. So – you get to really experience this raw situation with me and, I mean, be just as excited um, or encouraged to see the outcome as I am. So that's always beautiful. Um, so let's talk about when God gives you something to do. When God assigns you a task, I don't know... Okay, I don't even know where to start with this. When God assigns you a task, how do you act when God assigns you a task? As for me, um, <laughs> my very first reaction, well, it depends on the task, first of all. Okay, so it depends on the task. The more um, outside of my comfort zone that the task is, the more nervous I get, the more um, excited <laughs> I get, and sometimes the more, like, afraid, I'm even just go ahead and throw that out there because some assignments can be so intense that it, like, it's, like, I experience fear, and that's so annoying. Like, and not only fear, but when fear enters in, then I get this, like, hint of doubt, and the mixture of fear and doubt is a bad combination. Nobody likes the feeling of fear and doubt. I mean, that's like drinking Kool-Aid that's like with the whole bag of sugar. Like, that's just that's just sickening to the stomach. Like, that's it's, it's not good. But, or so when God gives me an assignment that's really, really, really big, um, such as he just, he recently has given me an assignment um, that's pretty massive. And the very first thing that went through my mind is like, God, are you sure you want me to do this, or is this something that I'm going to come across like somebody who you want me to tell that they're going to do this? And, I mean, he confirmed so, so clearly and so, like, he didn't waste any time to let me know, like, no, I'm, this is for you. <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> and so because of the feelings that um, I was experiencing at that
gracefully not only help me out, but literally, like, run the show, right? Like, literally do everything that I was required or assigned to do. And so it's so funny. So I go through my contact list, and I look at all these names, and I'm hoping that, you know, one of them just stands out bolder than the other. Sometimes I reach out to my friends and see how they're doing, what they've been up to to see if maybe, you know, this is something that they want to be a part of. And then other times I just, I literally go ahead and start a message, like to assign my assignment to them. And I have never got to the place where I was actually able to hit send and get their response or their reply. And so God, it just seems like he always stops me before I get to that place where I try to reassign my assignment. And so from that space, I mean, I feel like I struggle back and forth, like, and for, like, a few days, I'm just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth with, like, can I do this? Should I do this? How can I do this? How can I do this? And I feel like I make myself so sick because of the fear that I've allowed to sink in and the doubt that I've allowed to, like, take place in that place that it makes it even the more so challenging. And I feel like God always has to come and calm me down and, like, look, you're giving this thing way too much thought. Like, you're, you act like I'm going to send you on an assignment or give you something that I'm not going to, that I haven't already seen through or that I haven't already made ready for you. You act like I, like my word isn't good enough for you. You act like I'm going to put you somewhere where you're going to be, you know, taken out or you're going to be discredited or I would never do anything to harm you, to hurt you. Like, I would never leave you nor forsake you. Like, he reminds me of how he is always with me and always going to be with me. He reminds me of every time that I've ever had to complete an assignment, whether small or big, that he was right there. Like, he went before me and made ready the path. And so in that place of remembering, in that place of, where he's reminding me and strengthening me for this for this next challenge, for this next assignment, I begin to gain so much um, inspiration that it, it, it overpowers the doubt. Like, and at that place, I just give God so much glory because as he's showing me and reminding me of how he's never left me and as he's showing me and reminding me of, you know, just his power and what he's already done in my life, it strengthens me, and as I'm becoming more, you know, strong in that area or more strong in that place, it helps me realize that, look, God's not going to leave me with this one either. Like, there's, this is something that's bigger than me. This is not, you know, he's assigned me because I'm just a clean vessel that can be used, but he's not sending me alone. He's sending me with Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit goes, the work isn't mine. The work is his. It's nothing that I'm going to be doing but showing up. And so it builds my confidence so much that I become excited. I become excited because now I'm not expecting um, myself, like, what can Amanda do? What is Amanda going to do? I'm not expecting Amanda to show up and show out, but I'm expecting Amanda to show up and God to show out. I'm expecting that when I get there, he's going to be there, too. He's going to be there and do the work. Like, the hard part isn't for me because I can't do that part anyway. I have the easiest part of the whole assignment, and that's just to show up. 
That's just to be bold, confident, courageous. That's just to step out on his word. That is the easiest part of the whole situation. I don't care what God has assigned you to do or what God tells you to do. When you really break it down and you think about what actually has to take place, your work, your load is the easiest part of the entire thing. Like, literally, you can't do the miracle that's going to take place. You can't perform the miracle, the wonder that's going to take place. You can't fix the issue. You can't. There's all of the work that is connected to what's going to be done. That is God's part. Like, that's his job. Your part is just to be obedient. If he says to touch, then to touch and allow the spirit to do the work. If he says to go, then go, but allow the spirit to lead. If he says to speak, then open up your mouth, but allow the spirit to flow. And I think so many times, and it's, it's amazing how no matter how many times we get assigned to something or to something new or whatever it may be, we still face these moments of doubt or these moments where we feel like we can't, we can't, we can't. And I'm growing to a place where I'm beginning to believe, like, yes, absolutely. Those, the things that we think we can't do, we absolutely cannot do. But what we can do, if we switch our focus, what we can do is our part. And our part is to literally show up, to literally be willing, to literally allow God to have his way through us. Because when he has his way through us, when the Holy Spirit works through us, then things begin to change. Things begin to shift. We begin to see things that, you see, the things that we think we're going to see are never the things that are always seen. It's always greater than that because our minds are always capped off. They're always limited to the knowing of God or to the understanding of what he's going to do. We can be so close to the fulfillment of what he wants to do, and he still finds a way to top that. He still finds a way to top that. And so... The best thing or the greatest thing to do in that place is to literally just be willing. Be free. Go in a place of surrendering. Go in a place of freedom. Go in that place of knowing that it is not you that's doing the work, but it is God. And so that's literally how um, how I feel. And I, I don't know about you guys. I pray that this was encouraging to somebody who is listening today. But um, like I said, I like speaking about things that are very, um, very now, very in the now, like something that I'm currently going through. And so this just blessed me even now because I'm reminding myself that this assignment that God gave me, there's no need to worry. There's no need to feel a lack of. There's no need to feel afraid. There's no need to feel like what if God doesn't because my job is not to, is not to fulfill what God's job is, like to fulfill his shoes. My job is to do what I was called to do, and that's to show up. That's to be obedient to the word, to be obedient to the assignment. And so whatever he does through the assignment is hands down 100% completely his will for the situation, his perfect will for the situation. So those that will be healed during this this amazing assignment that he's placed um, that he's given me, that he's placed in my hands, they will be healed because it was his will for them to be healed. Those that whose heart will be mended, who will be able to have a new circle of, of people that care, love, and support them, um, those that are seeking that when they show up at this place, um, 
it's not nothing that I did, but it's it's all going to be because that was his will for your life. And so that's the blessed part. That's the encouraging part for me. That's the inspiring part for me because now I get to look at it like I cannot wait to go to that place that he has called me to go. I cannot wait till the date arrives so that I can be at that meeting spot right where he has called me to be because the same way that he's going to be working and doing for each and every individual in that place, he's going to be doing for me. That is good to me. That is good to me. So that means anything that I have, anything that I'm going through, anything that I feel, anything that I need, anything that I stand in need of, his will to that thing will be the answer I will receive at that place. God is good. Ah, that's so good to me. I wish, listen, 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 listen. I wish somebody y'all was, I said somebody (laughs) y'all, somebody y'all, some one of y'all, one of y'all, all all of y'all was in this car with me at this moment. So we can just, you can see how big I'm smiling. You can feel how, how my heart is just excited so I can high five you so I can see your facial expression. So, ah, we can just be in this thing like in person. But it is what it is. Like, I feel I feel like I'm talking to somebody, so that's good. <laughs> but, yeah, so this, this is just encouraging to me. Like, when God gives you an assignment, all of those first vibes that you feel, if they go against you fulfilling that assignment, know that it's not of him. Know that it's far from him. And know that that if you move according to those emotions, according to that feeling, then you will miss out on the greatest move of your life. And that's not something that, you know, we we desire. That's not something that we hunger for as people of God. And what's amazing is people that don't even know that they are of God yet, like, they don't even understand that that's not their hunger. The thing that they hunger for, they it's like filling yourself up with junk. It's like the thing, it's like having that craving that you just can't satisfy. You know, like you're eating everything, trying to figure out what is it? Why is it that I still want something? Why is it that I still want something? Because that thing that we want is his will for our life. That thing that we want is his will for our situation. That thing that we want is his will for our entire being. And when we become outside um, or out of tune with his will, then we begin to hunger for something that we just can't find. And it's not until we get into that place of his will that we are fulfilled, that we are satisfied, that that hunger no longer um exist, that that hunger no longer, I mean, I believe in the words from where it says, you know, those that thirst, if you come to him, you know, if you come to him, as he fulfills that thirst, you will never thirst again. And so that's just how I feel about this entire situation. I feel like when he gives you an assignment and when you don't allow yourself to dwell in those first negative thoughts so long, when you don't begin to allow yourself to reside in that place of I can't, I won't, I don't, and you begin to go after him, you begin to allow him to be the thing that's leading, you begin to allow him to be that thing that is growing you, stretching you, encouraging you, you begin to be obedient to his will, then you don't have to thirst. You don't have to hunger over that missing thing. You would just can't, you can't wait to get to that buffet, right? You'll be so 
so anxious to get to that buffet. You just, you, you can't wait until you see it come to pass. And the greatest thing I love about those moments is, is when they come to pass, you're forever stamped. When he seals that deal, when that assignment is complete, you're forever stamped. That testimony is with you forever because when God does a thing, it's so hard to forget. He does things in such amazing ways. He does things in such phenomenal ways that man alone can't do it. Like, we can't do the things that he does. People try to mock him all the time. There's so many out there that try to mock the move of God, try to mock the work of God. They even try to mock the word of God, but they never tend to succeed in it. It never looks the same. It never feels the same. It's never, sometimes, some people get a little confused because of their lack of spending time within him. So it's a little harder to hear his voice and know that it's his or see his work and know that it's his when you're so far away from it. But I'll tell you this, when you experience it, once you experience it, you'll know without a doubt. He does things that make you cry out his name once it's done. Like, you can't give any man or anybody or any situation the glory that's due to him when he does a thing. Sometimes we get a little lost along the, along the, um, along the journey when we find ourselves drifting, you know, on and off. We do that so much, you know. We'll be so in him, and he'll do such a great thing, and we get so excited in the moment, and we drift away, and we forget. But I'll tell you one thing. When we find ourselves back into alignment, we remember all over again. We remember all over again, and it's so precious. It's so precious the way he stamps our souls. It's so precious the way, you know, our spirits are forever connected in that place. And so that's just the beauty. That's the beauty. I love it. So whenever God gives you an assignment, think about how you are going to respond. The next time God gives you an assignment, and think about this, like, I've, I've had assignment, I, I said excitement, I've had assignments, big and small, you know, um, many different sizes, and so I can understand, like, some things are a little easier done than others, like, but... The response to any size of the assignment should be the same. It should be in obedience. It should be in willingness and in surrendering. We should obey how, where, when he tells us what to do. We should surrender our ways, our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions to the Spirit of God. And we should allow him to be the one that takes complete control over that entire situation. That's a beautiful story. That's a beautiful assignment. That's a, be- that's, a, that's a great A right there. Remember that, you know, we don't have what it takes alone to fulfill these assignments. And if you wasn't trustworthy enough for that assignment, know that he is all wise all understanding, all knowing, and that he would have never chosen you if you were not fit for the job. So many times we look at a lot of our assignments and go ahead and cancel ourselves out. Forget the haters, the naysayers, or the people that will stand against us, but sometimes we are all of those to ourselves. You know, sometimes we are the ones that say, I can't, I won't. We are the ones that, you know, go against what God said is, will, and can So don't allow yourself 
to think that you know more than God. If he chose you, he chose you with the knowing, with the understanding, with a trust that you can do this, that you can do this. And so go completely in him, completely in him. What does that look like? How, how does it look to go completely in him? How does it look to surrender completely to him? How does it feel? Let's talk about that for a moment. How does it, how does it look? How does it feel? For me, um, especially with this current situation, it looks a little blurry at first. Because sometimes he'll give us this, this vision of what he's, he's showing you, what he's in need of you to do, what he desires to use you to do. And because you don't see the full circle, he leaves room for you to help manifest this thing that he's, that he's giving you, right? And so this is where the work comes in for you. This is where your obedience comes in. Like, you have to know that, yes, God is going to show up. Yes, God is going to do everything that he, that he showed you. Yes, that it, it's going to be a fulfilling moment. But in order to get that fulfilling moment, how can you create the atmosphere to be exactly what he needs to move freely, right? So you have to do some planning. You have to do some planning. You have to find that one-on-one time. Um, seeking God and saying, okay, God, I receive this assignment. I receive everything that you have laid out before me and, you know, you expect me to fulfill in this moment, but how should I go about it? Ask him step by step, who shall I, who shall I add to this? Is there anybody that should be added? Is there anybody that needs to be added? You know, ask, is this a, a, a one-on-one type situation or is this something that more of your of your work is going to be involved in like is this something that you have other people that are assigned to the same assignment that I have to connect with and as you find yourself in prayer because everything is blurry at this moment as you find yourself in prayer ask those challenging questions so that you know he you know from A to Z how it's going to be now you might not know um, exactly how God is going to do the thing once he shows up at that specific time, point, or, or place. But you do know he will give you the layout. And in that process of getting the layout, have you, be teachable. Have your ears open to suggestions. Have your ears open to, to, um, uh, the, to other people's opinions. That, now, not just any and everybody, but those that you have found to be a part of this, this thing, this assignment, those that you have, that you consider to be close to you, consider to be in your group. And at that same time, as you're listening to the different ways that you can help this thing grow or manifest, become, um, be intentional. And what I mean by that is allow the spirit to even dwell in the midst of that so that as they're speaking, as they're giving suggestions, that you're filtering, does this suggestion look like the vision? Does this suggestion look like it can add or benefit the assignment? And some things may not even be bad suggestions, 
but they may not just be fulfilling to the assignment that you were given. So be okay with saying no, that's not it. Or be okay with saying that was good, but maybe not for this thing. But also, if it doesn't sound like or look like um, the something that you seen in, in your own time of vision, but for some reason you're getting this feeling that, Dad, maybe we should do that, then jot that down. And, and begin to pray about it. Begin to seek God on it. The key here is to seek God for the entire process. Like, don't let anything just be amen and okay without seeking God's approval for it. And I'm telling you guys, God is not going to leave you out there by yourself. At moments you might feel alone. At moments you might feel empty. At moments you might feel like there's something missing. But if you continue to seek him, if you continue to bring everything to him, I'm telling you, by that appointed time, you will have everything that you need. Trust me. I'm saying this because I know. I'm saying this because I've experienced it before. When you get there, everything, I mean, he's not going to give you something without preparing you for the process or preparing you for the outcome of it. So it's important that if he's the one that is preparing, that you take everything back to him. Going back to how it feels, when you're in the midst of planning, sometimes it can feel frustrating. Sometimes you can feel like it's all you or it's only you. Or sometimes you can feel like, you know, overwhelmed a little bit. But even in those times, I encourage you to take that to the Father. Take that to God and say, okay, God, I'm getting a little overwhelmed here. Okay, God, I'm getting a little frustrated here. Okay, God, do I need to, do I need to just take a few days? Do I need to, you know, and it's, it's important, I would say, and this is just like a personal, a personal add-on, something that helped me in the past, and I believe that will continue to help me. But it's, I would say a tool that is good to use is to fast during these times. Like, get rid of all the noise, the extra noise in your life, so that when you're hearing, you're hearing clear in the spiritual realm. When you're hearing, you're hearing bold in the spiritual realm. You're knowing when it was the voice of God or the voice of man. You're knowing when the feeling that you felt was of God or if it was of man. You know that, you know, your yeses are yes and your noes are noes. Because once you empty yourself in that, when you're fasting, it's like everything, the spirit becomes so full and so bold that it connects so much to the spiritual realm. It's almost undeniable to get things wrong in that place. Like, it's hard to get things wrong when it's spirit versus spirit, when it's spirit testing spirit, when it's spirit trying spirit. But when it's flesh fighting with spirit, trying to understand spiritual things, it can become a little, a little rocky, a little rocky. You don't know whether you're, if you overthinking, you don't know whether it's you, you know, doing too much or, you know, whether it's the spirit. So it can, it can be a lot more frustrating when you know, you're not um, allowing the spirit to connect with the spirit fully. And so I, I just always, you know, say, and this is, like I said, my personal um, preference is to, if you can, fast during those times. When you get an assignment, fast and seek God on clear instructions, on clarity, who, when, what, where. And it's so, I'm so, you know, bold that I get into places where sometimes I'm even like, why? Like, Lord, can you, why, why are you using me? You know, why, why is this important? Why, you know, why them or why? I mean, 
I don't ask out of a place of disrespect or dishonor, but I ask out of so I can have the fulfillment um, of, of the understanding in that place, in that moment, so I can know how important it is. I know growing up sometimes, you know, some of us um, were in households where if you asked your mom or your, your parent, your, your guardian, you know, why when they told you something it was wrong. You know, you don't ask why. You just, because I said so was always the answer that flowed from that. Well, why can't I? Because I said so. Well, Mama, why can't? Because I said so. <laughs> but this is one of those situations. You know, the father is a little bit different. He doesn't mind giving you explanation. He doesn't mind helping you in your understanding. He doesn't want to leave you in a place of not knowing. And sometimes if he doesn't give you that answer, then understand the why isn't as important. The why isn't as important. And sometimes, I mean, depending on us, because we're all individuals and we all have individual upcomings and individual um, lifestyles and stuff, so some people, if they if they understood the why, um, it can it can be a little concerning, you know. And when I say concerning, I'm saying in the sense of like it may make you even the more so not want to do a particular thing. Some people are asking why because of maybe the part of planning, and you just want to make sure it's fulfilling, and you have everything that you need in that moment. And you know, some people um, just why is just part of part of the process, you know. And so never feel ashamed to ask questions. Never feel ashamed to to seek why. So anyhow, that's that. That is... That is how it looks like. That is how it feels. Um, but even in that, I just encourage you to be encouraged that, you know, we all um, are on this journey together. You know, there's, there's, there's an assignment for each and every individual. And I understand that some things that I may consider to be small assignments may be big to somebody else. And some things that I may, you know, uh, think that are huge to me are, like, tiny to somebody else. And so no matter where you are on this journey, no matter – your assignment, um, great or small, or however you want to put it on scale, if you even desire to put it on a scale, um, understand that God, if it, if it came from God, that God is going to truly fulfill it. He's going to truly make sure that what needs to take place during that time takes place. And so your job is just to show up. Your job is just to be obedient. Your job is just to sign off on the assignment, you know. Your job is to to answer the call, and so um, I pray that that's what, that's what, you know, we all do. We all do. Well, I am nowhere near my destination. I am nowhere near my destination, but that is all I have on my mind and on my heart right now, um, I'm just going to take a moment to to pray. And since you're here with me, I guess um, you can join me in prayer. Father, we thank you. We thank you for each and every assignment that you have placed on our lives, Lord God. We thank you for trusting us. I understand that if you gave an assignment to any of us that 
that first means that you have a trust in us. That first means that you believe in us. That means that you know that this is a job that we can accomplish. We understand that you would never give us something that we couldn't handle, we couldn't we couldn't fulfill. We understand that if it was something that needed to be done, you took your time to think about all of those that you had at hand that you could choose from and you still decided to choose us so that there's something so special or something so unique about this particular situation, this particular assignment that you decided to choose us. So God, we first give you glory for that. We give you honor. We thank you, Lord God, because you are truly good. We know that you process things on a greater scale than us. Sometimes we get in places, tight places, where we don't think things all the way out. But, Father God, we believe that you think things all the way through, that you leave nothing out, that you dot every single I there is to dot and cross every single T. You already know how it's going to be. You already know this response. You've already made ready the path, God, so we give you glory for that. Father God, I ask that you touch each and every heart that has met us in listening, that is tuned in to this very message here alone, Lord God, and that you begin to really speak to their hearts and encourage them in that place where doubt may have sank in, sank in where just that, that piece of fear may have got in and it stood a little too long, so now it's beginning to flood out that entire assignment that you gave me. We ask that that be removed in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we're asking that you have your mighty way in their process, Lord God, that they are strengthened on the journey, Lord God, that they feel the spirit like never before, Lord God, that they're excited about what's going to happen through that assignment that you've placed on their life, Lord God, that they are ready to fulfill this assignment, Lord God, that they are grateful that you chose them, Lord God, that they understand that their part is the easiest part of all, just to show up and move in obedience, Lord God, as you do the work, Lord God, that we just fall into place, Lord God, where we understand that as long as we get there, we're going to see you. As long as we get there, we're going to hear you, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, that each and every one of their spiritual are enticing in the mighty name of Jesus so that they may, may be able to feel you like never before, hear you like never before, that they find themselves in a place of surrendering. Those that have been struggling in that place where they've been deciding, do I need to fast? Shall I fast? Shall I not fast? Is this me? Is it him? What is it? That you give them clarity right now in the mighty name of Jesus and that as they begin to get this clarity, that not only they just pick up some random fast, but Lord God, they fast according to the way that you have assigned, Lord God, for them to get the job done. Some of those people may have to refrain from eating certain things or drinking certain things or going certain places or doing certain things or whatever it is that you have, Lord God. Some of us may be on dramatic fasts where it's a complete fast and there's absolutely no food for a particular um, time frame or a particular amount of days or however, Lord God, but may they be strengthened. May we be strengthened in this hour, in this time, for this season, Lord God. I'm also speaking an abundance, an abundance of your love, an abundance of your strength, an abundance of your of your peace, an abundance of, of the things that we stand in need of, an overflow of everything, Lord God, that we have been seeking before so that not only... Can we be fulfilled in our faith and in our place, Lord God? But so that those that are connected to us can receive, can can gain from the blessings as well, Lord God, that we may not be 
offend you with what we have been given from you, Lord God, but that we may freely be able to give as well. So, Lord God, I'm just asking that you have your way. You have your way, Lord God, and building us up for the assignment and fulfilling the assignment and leaning and trusting more in you than in ourselves, Lord God, and knowing that it is Holy Spirit that is guiding and not ourselves, Lord God, and being in that place, Lord God, where we just feel that we are exactly what you called us to be for this moment in time. Lord God, have your way. It is in Jesus' mighty name that I pray and say amen, amen, amen.